Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about uh, the governor of Minnesota, Governor Tim Walls, and the executive order that was signed, what it means, uh, what it actually does, why it was signed now, whether or not there's pending legislation coming, everything about it, and what the real impacts of it are going to end up being long term. Now, if you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, it's kind of not surprising. Um, so, as we have mentioned numerous times on the channel, there are a bunch of pieces of legislation throughout the country, about 400 in total, and they are aimed at marginalizing, targeting, harassing the LGBTQ community with the goal of legislating them out of public life in various ways. A lot of this legislation is moving forward. This legislation, it's not actually designed to do anything inside the state. It doesn't do anything to benefit the state. It's all about targeting and providing the base a scapegoat. Somebody to, to be angry at because anger motivates people to go to the polls. If you scare them, fill their head with nonsense about how they're, they're at risk or whatever, they feel like they have to show up. So, every election cycle, certain groups of people create a, a, an enemy and create situations out of whole cloth, things that don't even exist. And they say that they'll pass legislation to do that. To, to cur curtail this made-up problem. And that's happening in a lot of places. This is heavily impacting the LGBTQ community in, in various ways. Because the legislation is designed in a way where the cruelty is the point, a lot of them have enforcement mechanisms that, that go well beyond anything that a state government should really be doing. Um, so, the governor of Minnesota has decided that Minnesota is a free state. That Minnesota is going to be a place where people from the LGBTQ community can go and be okay. Now, it's easy for a state to say something like that. That's an easy call to make and say, hey, we're going to be welcoming. This executive order prohibits the state government there from assisting and cooperating with those enforcement mechanisms. This isn't a PR stunt in that sense. This is the state government of Minnesota saying, oh, your extradition request? It's not valid here. That subpoena? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could try to serve it if you want to, but we're not making them answer it. And it's, it's degrading the the ability of this legislation from other states. Now, why did the governor do it via executive order instead of legislation? Legislation's on the way. The executive order uh, was pushed through and done quickly. I guess their reasoning behind it is because some of the legislation targeting this community is passing, they want this in place now. So there are no issues now. There is legislation pending in the state legislature in Minnesota 
that accomplishes the same thing, that would make it law. Um, and I haven't seen odds on it passing, but when you hear people talk about it, they seem pretty optimistic. It does look like it's moving forward. Um, now, is this going to be the only state to do this? Probably not. Probably not. Um, I would imagine that other states will follow suit. What are the long-term impacts of this? Well, you would hope that one thing happens. If it doesn't, you have to go to the even longer term. If this, if this situation remains and, and the longer-term impacts apply, Minnesota is going to get more business. Minnesota is going to get more recruitment to its colleges. Minnesota is going to get more investment. It's going to be easier for businesses in Minnesota to recruit a place that, I mean, it's Minnesota, let's be honest, it could probably use some economic development. This is going to help spur it. Um, businesses won't take, take a hit for investing there. They won't have problems recruiting because they put an office there. So it will help them long term. Hopefully, in the shorter term, it's setting up a situation where this stuff goes to the uh, to the Supreme Court. It, it sets up a situation where the legislation that is passed targeting people then ends up in court. And a lot of uh, a lot of the enforcement mechanisms, I don't think that they'll stand up even under this court. And in fact, in some ways, especially under this court, um, the a lot of this has to do with people leaving a state to engage in business. There is a very specific part of the Constitution that deals with that the Interstate Commerce Clause. Um, I, do not, I do not believe that a lot of this legislation is going to hold up. And by that, I mean the enforcement part of it. What, what they are doing within their state, that, uh, sadly, I think a lot of that is going to be upheld. But the reaching across state lines, not so much. Um, we're going to have to wait and see, but this is something that is a, it is very much a conservative piece of, of like a keystone thing for them it is the Interstate Commerce Clause. So I don't believe that those aspects of it will hold up, but this provides a, a mechanism to get it into the court because you're going to have a battle between the states. And B, it provides people much-needed protection right now. So the governor of Minnesota stepped up and put this into action when it really needed to be. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.